Hey everyone, this is Rina. And this is Justin, and we want to welcome you to the Too Real K-Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we keep it honest and sometimes way too real about all things K-Pop. Get ready to talk music, industry tea, comebacks, survival shows, music recommendations, and so much more. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and sometimes get a little too controversial, but it's all good and fun. So buckle up, because this episode is gonna be a fun one. And we're about to get to Real K-Pop. Hey guys! Hey guys, we're back! Welcome back! We are back, ready to record another spicy episode for y'all. So, as y'all know, last time we threw it back to 2016, but in case y'all didn't know, us two right here, we went to The Boys Boys concert in Newark, which was a whole experience. So we are going to share all those spicy details with you today on Let's Talk. It was a ride. More for you than me because you are... It was a thrill ride. Oh, Okay. <laughs> also, it was a ride to get there because New oh, York yeah. <laughs> to Newark, two different things. Yeah, no. Not fun at all. But before we get there, we are opening it up with our first segment today. And that is right. It's time for the final bracket in round one for our Clash, Clash of, of the, the K-pop, K-pop girl, girl groups. groups. So... If you guys have been following our past few episodes, you know we've picked the hottest K-pop girl groups. Also, low-key, sad. I should have put after school. You really should have. Really They're should've. so iconic. They're so iconic. We are equal to blame. I know. But I'm not but, into after school as much. But their impact cannot be Cannot. Denied. Yes. But anyway, we picked 30 of the hottest girl groups to go head-to-head and determine who the queens of the Two Real K-Pop podcasts are. So, you all should know by now, but in case you haven't been following, we have a set list of criteria that we're ranking who moves on. And this criteria includes vocals, rap, choreography, self-production, global and domestic impact, and personal opinion. So today, our matchups are Pristin versus AOA. A Pink versus Everglow, and Mamamoo versus Eyes One, and the spiciest matchup I think to date on yeah. the podcast. We got Blackpink versus Twice. Did someone call for some fire alarms because Damn. they're sounding off now? But anyway, girl, let's get it started. You start us off. Who's so, moving on in our first matchup of with, Kristen and AOA? These, with these matchups, I feel like it's a first in history. I have a lot of ties. Me too. I had trouble. Lot. I had trouble. I'm hoping. So, I'm hoping we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So, who I gave the crown to for this round was AOA. Oh. Someone, I hear, I heard, I hear Bomb's choir singing in the background. <laughs> But essentially, I only gave Kristen choreography. And I really think it was because we only saw so little from them. Like, I can't... Obviously, with AOA, you have Jimin. So you gotta give the rap to Jimin. Who, uh, y'all know. Come on now. 
her chipmunk voice. G- when we first okay. first got her, into K-pop, yeah. we were like, oh hell no, her we dragged tone her. Isn't the best. But now, but sis, her raps go off. She did. She slayed it. Going against Cheetah oh, and yeah. Unpretty, the oh, way yeah. she did. She ate her up. Like, they ate she, both each other up, yeah. but, like, Jimin ate her up. She deserves the crown. And then, surprisingly, I gave vocals to AOA because Miss Choa and Ms. also Chua. Yuna, Yuna, like, Heijong. Also, just seeing Sohyun improve and just seeing yeah. a lot of the girls Even all improve. all of them, like, Charmy improve. They all improve so much. Um, and you're right, like Choa, come on, now. one of the best vocalists in that generation. Yeah, and then Impact, I gave AOA because Heart Attack, come on now. They were that was everywhere. I actually Mini saw skirt. something on Twitter a few days ago, and it was like the most third generation, the most streamed K-pop girl groups in the third, like the third generation. And AOA, I think, was like top five, and they were higher yeah. than. Like Every some of the AOA girls I would have expected. Like yes. people forget they really they were such a strong girl They group. really were. And then obviously personal opinion. Of course. Priston would have I feel like Priston had so much going for them. And then we all know what happened. It just got cut short. So unfortunately I gave I mean unfortunately. Priston could have gone places. I yeah. mean the thing for me is Priston even though they were short-lived, they still made a splash. They really did. But, like you said, I made the face when I was like, ooh. When you said that you only gave Pristin choreography because it was the same for me. Yeah. Like, wee-woo, that choreography was off. And then also, I know it's not all of them, but the cor- the bridge of Get It, <sighs> that choreo at that part where they have like, the guns yes. pointed at her and she has her hands up. Creativity immaculate. is it really is. And also, like that whole song is just perfection. Yes. Kristen really V's is. get it, perfection. But y'all know AOA are my girls. Yeah. So of course. And they were holding it down in the K-pop industry. Like they broke the seven-year curse, made it and slayed it on Queendom. Their whole history can't be n- denied. Bop after bop after bop. Like, come on, as soon as you hear an Brave sound, AOA. You know it's gonna be something iconic. So, AOA, you're moving on. Now, our second matchup we have A Pink versus Everglow. So, So. this one, I kind of had trouble (laughs) ranking it. I felt these are two very opposite groups. They really are. Like, one is a younger group, one's an older group. One did a cutesy concept for a lot of their career. One is really only doing a hard-hitting girl crush. Yeah. Sound-wise, too. Yeah. I'm surprised. Or, I'd like to see who you gave the crown to. Alright, so. I gave the crown to A-Pink. Oh. Now, I gave them vocals. Mm-hmm. I also gave them self-production. And I gave them impact. Okay. So they are tied. I gave each of them three and three. Mm-hmm. But I chose A-Pink to move on simply because I think they've just had a greater impact on the industry. And they also have a bigger discography when compared to Everglow. But you, they have some of the greatest vocalists in K-pop. Their whole vocal line goes off. And then as soon as 2018 came around and they switched their sound up and started doing that, like, 
I don't want to say girl crush, but more mature concept. They were no more, you know, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Or, like, not to say those songs weren't good, because they were good. Like, they took a while to grow on me, but now, like, no, 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 and Mr. Chew, it, like, <laughs> hits. But you can't tell me nothing when I hear Dum Da Dum, or yeah. I hear, like, yeah. I'm so sick of lying. But their yeah. later songs, so iconic. And... They have been a group that's been in the industry now for like 10 plus years. For that reason alone, I had to give it to A-Pink. Yeah. But I don't want to take away Everglow's raps because Miss EU, her raps, I wish they would let her go off more. I know. Their choreography, come on now. First, la-di-da, need I say more. Yeah. All that choreo is iconic. And I want to give them personal opinion because I do like... I'm more of a stan of those yeah. girls and I like them more, but if I had to be realistic, A Pink is the legendary group. So we actually had the same thing. So I gave A Pink vocals, self-production and impact. Self-production I did look into, I guess. Um, I didn't look into that much, but Unji did make her own album. Yes, so, her solo debut, yes. She did do her solo debut. And then with Everglow, I gave rap because Miss EU, come on now. Um, and then choreography, la um, da we have even I mean, just they bon had bon, us, They had us gag with yeah, Bon Bon Chocolat. Like, come on now. Bon the way they the, the way they dropped it low in that, uh, we, none for of us a were debut, for a debut, they had everyone. They gagged. had me shook. Like, really? They, the 2019 had good debuts. It was yeah. like Itzy, then them. We were gagged. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, personal opinion, because I am more of a girl crush type of gal. So I was a little stuck, and I was really hoping that you would convince me. So. I think we should give A Pink the crown. You think, yeah. Because I just think there's legacy there. There is. And no no no. Mr. Chu. Mr. Chu. Yeah. You have to give it to them. Yeah. Everglow I still feel needs to and st make like, a bit more of a splash. Ever yeah, they they are making they're and like if there. You look at the sales too. Um A Pink just has more They have impact. the sales, yeah, yeah. They do. And even their last comeback was Iconic, yeah. but Even I mean, I I'll don't... never forget on yeah. Twitter that fan cam or that live version of mm -hmm, or percent percent that went viral. It was everywhere. Yeah. So you're right. Even though I don't, I don't keep up with A Pink these days. But when I first got into K-pop, I did like some of their yeah. soft, cute sounding or more soft, mature sound. I it was refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. It was a sea in a sea of yes. girl crushes. Yeah, because it was literally on the sea, though. I think it was yeah, one remember. of. Remember? Yes, I think it was one of their older songs. Because I remember I was like but, the pink hair. I yeah. love it, but this song. They looked so good. <laughs> they in looked that really good, though. They did. Music video. You're right. You're right. So, A Pink, congrats. You're moving on. That's what I, that's what she said, okay? You're moving on. But in our third round for today, we got Mama Moo versus Aizuan. Now, Ooh. it might get a little controversial here. So, yeah. everyone, hold on to your tea, hold your wigs down, <laughs> you know, turn up the heat because it might get a little spicy. Yeah. But 
I want to hear who you got to say because my heart was saying one thing, but my head was saying something else, okay? So this is yet another tie for me. So me I too, gave don't worry. <laughs> Mama, I gave Mama Moo vocals. Come on now. That intro? Mama, Mama, Mama Moo. Yeah. And then surprisingly, I gave rap to Mama Moo mm-hmm. because Moonbill's deep voice is everything. And she does have They raps that have, go off. Yeah. And also, I feel like people often forget too, but like back when we got first got into K pop, Hwasa was the secondary rapper. Yes. Like Hwasa stopped rapping as Mamamoo went deeper and deeper into their career. Yeah. So I remember when we would hear it come up, sometimes we'd be like, oh my god, she's rapping Hwasa again? But she used was to like rap, rap. Good rapper. Not was, but you know. She is, is but she just doesn't showcase it she that much anymore. Moonbeal's rap in hip though, when they break it down. Yes. I was uh-huh. like, hey. Hey. Um, but yeah, so Moonbill also has no one has a the tone that going tone for and deep voice. I'm sure there are one or two other girls in the K-pop industry. Yeah, I mean, the thing there's but, like girls with deeper tones, but with Moonbill, it's there's something like yeah. unique about it. You know, it's she actually that, sounds similar to JJ. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, or reminds me. You more. see, like yeah. the parallels. I see their, yeah, and then I gave. Self production to Mama Moon. Um, one, they were on Queendom. Yeah, and then everything they all themselves. have they all have their solos. They all got their solos, all As involved in, in their own production, yeah. especially Moonbyul. Yes, especially Moonbyul. But don't sleep on Wean either. Oh, yeah. watercolor. Watercolor. <laughs> so on, good. so good. And uh, with Eyes One. But that means you gave Eyes One choreo. Impact and, and personal opinion. Yeah, so that's what I gave them to. Oh my god, I'm tied We're in sync. But choreo from Lavian Rose. Lavian Rose, and I'm telling you, yes, there has been an elegant but powerful concept done in K-pop before. But Aizen just hasn't does been it. Like they are the quintessential yes. version of this concept. Okay, big words. <laughs> Because literally, they. Have this down to the T. They they are meant for it. They are meant for it, and it wasn't until they debuted where really I saw an elegant concept that was still Done like soft so and pretty, well. but hit, hit so impactful. hard. Where I'm like, yes. oh my god, wait, this is powerful. Yeah. So they have it down to a T. That it is just whimsical, ethereal. Every Eyes One album that's just so pretty to look at, yeah. but then yet they hit you with this charisma and this mm-hmm. power. That and also, come on now with choreo like Lavi and Rose goes off. Their formations are Imagine always like, on point. You don't always. expect an ethereal vibe with such impactful choreography, but somehow they manage to do it, and like, that's why they get choreography. Fiesta's choreo is crazy. so dynamic. It's crazy. It's it's literally the like the Fiesta concept is supposed to be grandiose yeah. and very. Elegant and just dreamlike, but yet still luxurious. And it's an experience watching the stage. You have like the formations they do, and then in the end they break it down on the floor. The hair whipping, the arm movements—it's yeah. everything. But that's enough for my TED talk for Eyes One appreciation <laughs> with their choreo. But personal impact. 
I mean, really, they were only together for two and a half years, and they were one of the huge, one of the biggest, one of the big, and they were a competitor against like Twice. They really, they were were really up there, up there. And their legacy, they left behind. I mean, yes, records will always be broken, but legacies never die. That's all I have to say. That's on period. That's all I have to say. I mean, come on now, one of the first K-pop groups of this generation to break 300,000 album sales on the Hunteo chart. I mean, a whole controversy about rigging and produce, and yet they still managed to top charts with Fiesta. Despite all of their scandals. Despite the scandals. I mean, really? Just saying. Talent doesn't lie. Talent doesn't lie. And if you know me, you know Aizuan were and still are my girls. Yeah. So, and like you said, you're still, you keeping tabs on them. Miss, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Not Miss Door. Madam Door. Madam because Door. Because her with Esper and Glitch, just saying. Madam Door. Miss, Miss Smiley. Smiley. Miss Glassy. Miss Glassy. Now Miss L-O-V-E. <laughs> and you got Hyewon with Miss Winter Poem and Minju Cheon. I mean, they all. And also now you got La Seraphim girls. They're all successful. They're all still this active. Is They're the still, first, you know, popping up. This is the first time I feel in forever. If there was even a time. We're from a group where they all disbanded and they're all they're very all active. They're all active and they're all very successful. Aizawan, I feel, was the closest. And it's funny because. Not Aizawan, sorry. IOI, I feel, was the closest, but Aizawan has taken it to another With level. With IOI, it was like I could see where they were going. Yeah. After they disbanded, and I was like, okay, this one's definitely gonna be solo. Like Chunga, we knew gonna yeah. be solo. And then it was like a lot of them already had groups. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we, I see it. But with Eyes One, everything was so up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I was really convinced we were gonna get an extension. Like even with yes, I was so convinced. Yeah. So when it didn't happen, I was like, but if you told me back in, like, even 2020, oh yeah, Yuri is gonna debut solo with Glassy, I'd be yeah. like, huh. huh? <laughs> But now, this girl is out here slaying. But really, it's going to be spicy because I know Mamamoo is such a huge group too. I mean, they won Queendom. They They have a big legacy of their own. But I just think for a group like Eyes One, a produce group, first of all, that was only together for two and a half years to have as much of an impact as As they they did. And also yeah. just their discography is so immaculate. As they did, but as so they immaculate. still do. Because as they still do. Everything they do. Because what was it? Mad- didn't Madame Dora get her first win or am I wrong? Oh, the first one to get it was Yenna. Oh, Yenna, yeah. With Smiley. And now yes. Miss Glassy just got her first win. With okay. I love each. But also... 11 would like come on now 15 wins or something like that yes. love dive got like at least five plus wins miss one young california the seraphim have three wins with fearless what you looking at what, what you what you looking, looking at? at you should get to wake so to i just think for me the thing is mamamoo are really they're focusing on a lot of their solo stuff right now but really you're not seeing them on music shows and they're still active but i just think it's like different i feel like they're putting out music to put out music you know yeah but they're not racking up the awards i that might feel be really controversial but listen, i feel as it's how though, we feel yeah i feel as though because i was kind of leaning more towards 
eyes on anyways because it is my personal opinion and as you know personal opinion does weigh heavily it sometimes it does weigh heavily sometimes but also just talking about their success in such a short time and their legacy in such a short time you don't find that very easily in the k-pop industry it takes so long like bts it took them forever to have such a legacy yeah. and for eyes one to do that in two years two and a half years yeah granted it's not really a fair because they were a produce so they had like a platform yeah it's not really fair also because Izawan is not that popular domestically and you know obviously bts shouldn't be compared to anyone because i feel like they're doing their own thing but i still feel like it took i remember people still didn't know who bts was till blood sweat and tears it wasn't until Blood, Sweat, and Tears where they got That's when really they were popular. on the radar. They yeah. were on the radar. But Izawan immediately. Lavi and Rose hit and it was like boom. Yeah. So I think the crown should go to I think Izawan. so too. I just it just wants it right with me. It, it just it. feels right to me. It feels right. So Izawan! You're moving on. You're moving on. So now wrapping up our final round today. We got Blackpink versus Twice. So if you thought it was hot before, it's about to be a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> because for me, I'ma just give it to you straight, girl. I think Twice is moving on. Me and, too. Oh! And this is because <laughs> okay, you I go, don't you go, you not go. love Blackpink. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. But Twice, I gave them vocals, choreography, impact, and personal opinion. Now, I know what some people might say, Impact, but Blackpink breaking world records at, you know, New York Fashion Week, at Coachella, perform twice, they broke those barriers for the girl groups when they debuted, and I mean, people often forget the legacy Cheer Up had, and TT, win after win after win, Sha Sha Shy was literally everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And also just twice is impact every time they come back they break some sort of other record or they hit even more sales and yes the thing is blackpink has a lot of achievements on their own but i just think twice has been in the game a little longer and they're break they broke a lot of the barriers and they're still breaking barriers and not to say blackpink isn't i just think twice might have you know like kicked the door down first so this one was actually a tie mm. but i already knew who i was gonna give it to because when i actually logistically started thinking about it and honestly i really fell in love i fell in love with twice more after the concert oh i know and I that really changed did too. my really whole did. perspective on twice i liked them but i love them after the concert it's just, I don't, it's just they a different experience. The thing is, yes, there are parallels. 21 Blackpink, Girls' Generation Twice. But for me, like, Twice is the standard of a girl group now. A lot of people walk in, yes, you know, like, I was inspired by Blackpink to be an idol or whatever. But you're if you want to be a girl group, you gotta, like, you would model yourself after Twice. Blackpink just don't come back enough for me. Yeah, so with Blackpink, obviously, I gave rap because Lisa and Jenny. Lisa and Jenny, Self-production self because yeah, they have their solos. They work a little bit with Teddy on their tracks and things of that nature. Impact. I gave 
Blackpink impact. I do see where you're coming with kind of twice, twice walked so Blackpink could, could run. run. That's what. That's how I feel. But I feel everyone and their mother knows Blackpink yeah, they more say, than twice. Kick in the dough. And <clears throat> also, Blackpink does have more sales than twice. They do. Um. But, I mean, they're iconic. I would yeah. move them both on if I could. Yeah. But twice, I definitely gave vocals. I gave twice choreography, too. I did, too, because I feel like Blackpink... Yes, they have choreo that goes off. Like, how you like that yeah. fucking goes off. It's just very but individualistic. It's indi- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And twice, I feel like we've seen so many... Di- if you want, like, the cutesy, you got cheer up. Mm-hmm. If you want something more, you know, flowy and loose, you got alcohol-free. Mm-hmm. But then if you want something hard-hitting, you got more and more. Yeah. So... And... Twice, obviously, personal opinion. What got me with Blackpink was, as I said before, it they don't feel like a group anymore. They feel very individualistic. Like, half of them are across the world, while some of them are in Korea. Some of them are doing this, and some of them are doing that. And YG did not... They are... They debuted as a group, but it doesn't feel like it, where I agree with you, TWICE is your standard girl group. If you want to be a girl group, you should do TWICE. Twice, I feel like Blackpink was a stepping stone for each member, and I know the members want to be a group, but I feel YG is, you know, classic YG, holding them back, keeping them in the dungeon. I see why he promotes them the way he does, because now it's kind of like a commodity. When they come back, it's like, OMG, taking this experience, it rarely happens. And when it happens, it's like that much bigger because it doesn't happen that often. And they've all become such brands on their own. But from a fan point of view... It's like it's this. Really it's a very, it's very hard. Honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's very hard. To I'm get not into gonna that. lie. This might be a hot take. I feel Blackpink is overrated. Mm. And this is gonna be a real hot take. I feel like the only member I'm really interested. Rose is my bias, but the only member I'm actually interested in, and I feel has that solo material, and that I'm interested, and I see going really far, is Lisa. She has everything. She has dance. She has rap. And she's, she's working. To music. She's working on her singing. Her singing is not too she's bad either. She's been a trainer and like Chinese produce. But honestly, out she of all had of her them, solo debut. She's she just has she has collabs with a lot of people. Lisa might be the only one that's having me hang. And on she just to has Black like Pink. a global image. She yeah. does. She does. I mean, the other one, their interests are elsewhere or. They're just promoted in other things. There's a lot of fashion. Like, Rosé does so much fashion. fashion. Jenny does so much fashion. And Jisoo has her acting. So, and I see why YG promotes them because they are they're so, they're larger than life on their own. They will have they all have and such honestly the solo... way it's going. I feel like YG had this plan from the start. Yeah, but That's, I'll never forget that first year they debuted. You remember yeah. he was like Blackpink will have four comebacks this year, and we were like, okay, okay. we'll see it. And yeah. it never happened, yeah. which we expected. But the thing is, people don't understand that's the game because now Blackpink's been rumored, you know, to have their first comeback since Love Sick Girls, which was almost two years ago. And even though people are like, oh my god, finally, that's the response they want. Yeah, because you know when this album comes out or this comeback comes out. It's going to explode. 
So that's that's the promotion strategy YG was going for. So I see the vision. I see why he did it that way. But from a fan point of view, you could do better. Yeah. And they deserve better. Because if Blackpink came back often now, come on now. Cause I think it would be a different... Even when they were coming back like a little more consistently. Like when we got their debut, then we had Playing With Fire and Whistle. And then not too long after that, we had As If It's Your Last. They still felt like a normal like group. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, okay, they come back, you know, once a year, twice a year. But then it was after Did It Do where I was like, all right, now this one come back a year shit. And then... We had Kill This Love, and it felt like ages, and then we finally got Love Sick Girls. And now it's been, if that was ages, this is like BC, Years. BC into AD, you yeah. know? I, yeah, no, I don't, honestly, from a business standpoint, whatever, but I still don't like YG. Yeah. And I don't like the way he's handling Blackpink, even if this was the way he wanted it, I also just feel bad for it the girls. It doesn't make it not suck, yeah. Because all the girls, you know, there's always backhanded cl- comments and also Jenny being like, I wish we had more songs to perform at like a random concert. I forgot which concert it was at. But the girls want to come back. And it's just... It just don't happen. It's just... I'm really interested to see what will happen when their contracts are coming to yeah, an end. Yeah, I know. I know. Because I'm but, kind of hoping they pull a GOT7. <laughs> I want them to. They don't oh. even have enough songs anyway, so might as well just start from scratch. Well, that was why I chose twice to move on to, because that song catalog is immaculate. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. whole concert the whole- was a banger to a banger. <laughs> yeah. Like That was it. Even the one time we didn't know a song, I was like, wait, firework? And all of a sudden I hear Momo, oh, na, na, na. I'm like, oh, wait, okay. wait, okay. Where are we going? And it was a bop. It really but was. that kind of turned into a little black pink ram. But that being said, yeah. twice, you're moving on. So to sum it up, in our final matchups for round one, we have AOA, A Pink, Eyes One, and Twice moving on. So next time, we're going to come at you with the first round of round two. Yeah. So the battle continues. It's going to be over before you know it. The battle continues. And that's it. But moving on to our next topic today, we are giving you our final. That's right, we're saying goodbye. It's <sighs> ending credits. <laughs> our final Queendom Court. So that's right, Court, court is, is in, in session. session. So today, we're going to try and make it as fast as possible, but we are going to rank yeah. our ending finale stages. We're going to rank them. For you guys and we are going to give you our overall thoughts on the yeah. contestants coming out of the show and the show itself because let me tell you i have thoughts i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna keep it real i haven't been keeping up at all so i have minimal to say i do have some stuff to say you have some stuff to, I but know you do. i feel you have a little more to i share, do have a lot to say but that's why don't be surprised if i'm kind of just really quick with my i'm gonna try to keep it quick so the way i'm gonna do it is i'm gonna reveal my ranking but i'm gonna say what i have to say about about each, each as contestant and when that we wrap sense. up i'll give my final yeah. thoughts on the show so i'll go like last time bottom up okay to keep it spicy even though i feel like you're gonna kind of expect this ranking it's not gonna be as shocking as the last time yeah so sixth 
Y'all are gonna hate me. I'm gonna sound like a Vivi's auntie, but Vivi's red sun lasts for me. Sorry, it's the yeah, truth. No. And for me, I know a lot of people love this song, but girl, uh-uh, it was not it for me. Also, yeah. yes, that was a Bianca Belair reference for all of you who like WWE, but it was just not it for me. The song wasn't there. I did appreciate though the concept. I thought it was nice, a nice twist from what everyone else did. The whole enchanted forest thing was a really cute concept, and I like how they played with the stage and they had you know the backup dancers on stilts. They had the umbrellas, but girl, what were those outfits? They were a little too simple for I, me. They were not only simple, but it bothered me the whole time how I'm like, we got red, we got yellow. Why is Sinbi in green? Where's the blue? It should have been primary colors. But that whole song was just a snooze for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it was just going out of it. It was my least favorite performance. So they got to get sixth for me. But overall... What I do think about Vivi's on the show is that they proved they are veterans. They had a lot of good things to say and they were really well respected. I appreciated how they did something different in every single round. They did a different type of concept and they showed improvement because even though they ranked low, that bop bop stage bop, bop. was so, oh, they ate that up. So I will give them that improvement and overall, I also think even though they come off, you know, a little arrogant at times, all the other contestants love them. And at the end of the day, they made friendships with the other girls. So it was nice to see that from them. And yeah, that's all I really got to say about Vivi's. So fifth, I'm giving it to Cosmic Girls. Now for me, the song I was kind of excited about because they had, you know, that and I was like, oh, the song was good. Okay, it was good. And that intro, all oh, the orbit. Oh my God. Bloody. It was so iconic. You know, I, I ate it yeah. up. And as the drones were coming around, yeah. it felt so grand. I was like, oh, yes. Like they're going to pop They're going to pop off. And also the outfits. They were the really looks. nice. Xy's orange hair, Yoram's pink hair. Mm -hmm. I was gagged. Okay, gagged. They look so good in those outfits. But. After she gave us, you know, I don't even need the cosmos. We got nothing. I'm sorry. They just, they gave us nothing. And even when they had the climax and the platform raised, they didn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was a good song, but the performance didn't go anywhere. Especially after, if you have a grand intro like that, and they had the whole hand choreo in the beginning, it just doesn't go anywhere. It fell on its face. So for me, I had to rank it fifth. It was just not a performance I enjoyed. But what I will say about Cosmic Girls is this finally got me to learn all their names and they have a superior discography, period. And they were really competitive during the show and a lot of people were like pissed off that they won against Luna. Yes, if Luna won, it would have been a great underdog comeback story. And I was rooting for Luna too. But the thing is, if you just look at how the competition went, Cosmic Girls made the most sense. Yeah. They placed high in every single round. And yes, even though when we reviewed the rounds on the podcast, I ranked Cosmic Girls lower. Sometimes, like with Navilera, it's not to say that it still wasn't, you know, like a 
good stage, a powerful stage. At the end of the day, I thought what I thought, but on the show, fans and the contestants liked it. So it ranked higher. And also their pantomime stage. I that was a whole lived. goddamn circus. I lived for it. So they really, I think they made really good use of the platform that it gave. It was a really controversial ending coming out with them as the winners, but I like them, so I'm not mad about it. So congrats, Cosmo Girls, for winning, but you were fifth. Now fourth, I gave Luna with Pose. Now with me, I lived for this villain concept, you know, photo taking. I lived for it. And there wasn't really anything bad about the performance. I just liked the, the top three over this one. But this performance was still Kim Lip b-boying and Come on breaking now. it down. It was just iconic. And also the whole concept was iconic. But for me, I think... The show proved Luna are performance and concept queens. Like Vivi's, they tried something new, but I just think it worked out better for them. Yeah. I mean, their Paint the Town stage, I oh, was shook. That was so iconic. It was so good. Shake It wasn't my fave, but the amount of outfit changes yeah. they did in the one stage. The intricateness, if that's even a word, the intricacies of the performance was there and literally i just think luna showed the most tell me now they like showed something now. new and then butterfly i know i like ranked it bottom but the thing is i still live for that concept and the etherealness luna showed it all on the show so for them to just come out like this in the finale and hit us like this and then when i found out they were runner-up I was like, oh my, Luna, Luna, Luna. I would have been happy if either of them won. It would have just been a fairy tale ending had Luna won. But yeah, I think this show really helped Luna domestically too in Korea, their popularity. Because people got to see, like, why is everyone internationally so in love with this group? And they proved it. So Luna came fourth for me. Now, third place are my girls brave girls with a whistle 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 yeah. now this was my favorite song of all the six that came out and for me this was a finale oh yeah it was a oh, finale yeah. the amount of first of all the props the hats and they had, you know, the, the veil, the glitter, the backup dancer. The outfits were low key tragic. Yeah, no. But it's because Brave put tragic. the money into the song and <laughs> the props, because the outfits were kind of tragic. Yeah. But that choreo also went, went the off. It, it went was cute. Off. It was like a Brave Girls. Like people give Brave Girls flack for their choreo, but they went off here. And I just enjoyed the performance. And I remember I said to you, like, they're going last for the finale. They need to bring it. And they, they brought really it. Did. They brought it. For me, they did everything they could. It was just the first, the stages I'm ranking the first two just had more of that finale feel to yeah. me. And also it was just more impactful. Not to say this wasn't impactful because it was still iconic, but it was everything i wanted from them to be honest yeah and brave girls this show 
it was rough on them. It got their confidence down, but I just think it showed they deserve a platform like this. They are always happy on stage and give it their all. And they're the comeback queens. They really are. That's it. And their vocals, immaculate. Also, give them that platform because you see what happens when they get the platform. Unji and Tell Me Now. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. So. Miss Modern Dance. Yes. Miss Modern Dance. Now, second, we have the solo queen, Hyorin, with Waka Boom. Waka Waka Boom. Now, this song, first of all, I knew from the intro, the VCR intro with her in the desert and she was a little traveler. I was like, oh, yes, give us she everything. She is literally the definition of an icon. And her whole intro. To get on the cr- the throne was grand. The gold, I was living for the gold. I had also just watched the Real Housewives of Dubai premiere before the finale. Oh so I was getting you all Dubai living. realness yeah. for this stage. And she served the live she vocals. She really did. She's also the only one who took a literal dive back first off of the platform. Yeah. Sis was giving it her all. And then Youngji's feature. Not Youngji popped up. Off. Did she serve the rap? She served that dance, dance break. Her interactions with Hyorin were so cute. And she slayed it. She slayed it. I know a lot of people were like, damn, her stage got attention because they felt like it was finale worthy and she should have won. And they're not wrong. Yeah. Sis really got played in that third round. She really did. So with Hyorin, I just feel like the show showed she is a queen in K-pop. She deserves respect. Her live vocals always slay. And I know we've always, always said it, but after... Like, the thing is, she was solo before while she was still in Sistar. Yeah. And she was big. Everyone knew her. She was a big name in K-pop. I feel like she's kind of, like, fell flat a little bit after the disbandment. Like, no one really mm-hmm. brings her up anymore. And this show proves she still has it. She never lost it. And she's like, yes, bitch, I will still be in the conversation. And she's not going nowhere. Period. So that's where my solo queen ranks with Waka Boom, Waka Waka Boom. So you know that leaves first. I'm giving it to Kepler with the girls can't turn me down. Can't turn me down. Now, this stage was literally Kepler understood the assignment. They really did. Need I say more? The whole chair choreo. The whole, the use of the angles, first of all, the dance break on the bleachers. Yeah. The risers, I the, should say. Yeah. The platform. Hikaru, Dayan, and Shouting. Oh my god, I can't. Dayan and Hikaru's rap. Bruh. The whole sequence. Everyone understood the assignment. They did not come to play. Youngun's facial expressions with her wet hair. That wet hair look. And as soon as I heard the beginning and they did that march and they came out synchronized and you hear Chaehyun, the girls, I knew. I was like, oh, they're not coming to play. And it served. I really think they they were a dark horse. No one really expected how hard they were going to go. And they devoured. Devoured. Yeah. My favorite stage, hands down, I think they did the best that night. And for me, I just feel like the show was kind of a double-edged sword for Kepler. They got the exposure. But because they're such a new group, they also kind of tanked a little bit on the show. Yeah. Not to say that they perf- they performed horrible. I think if Wake One or Mnet gave them more budget, 
they would have served because the boys and the girls were hands down two of the best performances of the entire show and i was gagged as a kepler fan i was gagged so that's it i'm glad they got the platform but that's my ranking so in case you missed it my ranking from top to bottom is kepler hyorin brave girls luna cosmic girls and vivis period 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 now your honor tell us your ranking (laughs) So, I actually have the same ranking. (laughs) We're just in sync today. But, I feel like I'm gonna be a little harsher. You had nice things to say about everyone. Um, I will be not as nice. Okay, Simon Cowell. Kepler, obviously number one. The girls can't turn me down. Eight. I cannot explain into words how good that performance was. Out of all the Queendom performances, I would rank that performance number one. They gave me everything. They gave me choreography. They gave me face. They gave me vocals. They gave me rap. The looks, the outfits, how hard it went. Shao Ting, Hikaru, and was it Dian? Ugh, that dance break on the platforms, that body roll to the ground, that whole thing. The whole sequence. The bleachers having the fire. It. I and I know cannot. we talked about this. I know, you know tend to be hard on Bahia a little bit when it comes to facials. Even Sis was Bahia serving. Ate. She ate that back bend at her part. I was like, okay, girl. Go ahead. And then her and Eugene walking across the chairs at the bridge. Yes. So, creativity was there. I think overall Kepler had one of the best um, improvements in the show because i know they had a bit of hiccups within the first couple of rounds but by the boys and this finale they had by far the best stages with the boys and the finale both were so good so i think overall kepler really deserved a little more appreciation i feel I know, like i feel bad they never like because high come the on Wada da, they changed the whole the choreography whole but i do agree with that one like you know they within the first couple of rounds they just needed more and obviously by the boys they gave it they gave so it I, and yet they still were paid dust they really were they really <sighs> It's just such a shame. Moving on to Hyolin, Waka Boom. Waka Boom. This is why we call her Queen Hyolin or Hyorin. She is the queen and she will forever be the queen. I think Hyolin had the biggest downfall because she started off so strong. Her downfall was not. Her downfall was the third round because she did not do well because she was paired up with I feel she got played with some of the stages because the choreography round their choreography wasn't that great she did do good with Min Young um, but the execution but 
It's just a shame that in the third round... It really was. It, it killed her. It really did. And That then, and then just the criteria for the, yeah, end, the final round. By the fourth round... I with, knew by that fourth I round she wasn't she wasn't going to win because also... It. It's also just... Her solo songs don't do well domestically. And I know she's popular internationally a bit. Not that much. But I think Hyoin still has... To grow a little bit, her fan base. Sis because, has to put pull the Bible out. Yeah, and pray. And pray. <laughs> Cause if you think about it, the first one was a sister song. The second one was a cover song. The third, obviously, was whatever. And not and even then, just a cover, a cover song by a really popular group, yeah. like globally. So I feel, unfortunately, Hyolin had the biggest downfall i think but she still served she still served i think by the end of it hyolin or brave girls deserve to win this show but that's just me it's i no wasn't shade. Just, just tea honestly i'll get there when i get there okay we'll we'll go to number three brave girls i also think they were they had you know what? Let me start over. Moving on to number three, Brave Girls. With whistle, whistle. This stage, I think, was their best stage. It was. They had yes. the glitter. They had the background. I think what the they did here dancers. is what they were trying to go for in round one. Yeah. They had the little setup canopy little thing. Oh, yeah. The set design the was immaculate. And the dance break. First oh. of all, as soon as I heard that... <laughs> Oh my god. And yeah. they caught the freaking veil things on beat? The handkerchief or whatever. The scarf? The scarf choreography? Come on now. You cannot get any iconic it was so iconic. than that. It was so iconic. But I'd have to say out of the entire queendom, their stylist needs to be fired. <laughs> because the first round... Wonderful. They I love so those outfits. They were my A lot of people like tore them apart yeah, for those outfits. But I love, but those I love outfits. them. The blue. It was and so like, nice. We moved on to mask, which was the suits. Kind of simple. The thing is, they needed to take. They if AOA's egotistic outfits were Gucci, they brought like the Shein version. Yeah, kind of. That's what it you felt know? like. And then the mess of Red Sun. Those I, you hated outfits. those outfits? I, I think they it. were cute, but I get what you're saying. Like, compared to some of the other outfits we saw in this show. And then this finale. I'm telling you, this was off of like $5holla.com like regift.org Yuna's was the only one that was salvageable yes and even that I was like girl that literally looks like we're going to the beach but not like we're going for a beach concept like this literally looks like you're going to the beach with your girls like you don't perform on stage in this honey yeah so it pissed me off they didn't wear blue in the finale brave girls Silas needs to be fired but I love Brave Girls throughout the show. They really gave us clowns. Comedy I love queens, them. They were iconic. Self-deprecating They queens. really were. It really reminds me of, like, myself. <laughs> because we have the same type of humor. Where you're like, she's like, I'm friends with nobody. Yeah, I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Or you're like, I'm so stupid. Yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> but it's okay. Nothing new. You oh, know? Um, 
And then, you know, it just would have been so iconic if Brave Girls did. Especially because they win. flew up after yeah. winning round three. Like, if they did good in round the final sure. round, they could have been a contender. Yeah. So then next we have Luna, which is Pose. I was living for the B-Boy concept. That concept. That choreography One, was two, amazing. Three, pose. But I feel the other three just gave us a little more than Luna did. And we were talking about this too. If Luna was able to perform or be counted for scores the first round, I think Luna would have won. They and I would insane. rather have had Luna won than Cosmic Girls. No offense. <laughs> I just am not a Cosmic Girls fan. And I feel like the only stage they really gave me everything was Pantomime. The rest, they didn't really give me anything or someone gave me more. But you were right. Throughout the whole entire show, they were ranked second. So it just makes sense for them to win the entire I knew, show. No matter who they were up against, one of those top two, top contenders was going to be Cosmic yeah. Girls. So with Aura, I agree with you. That beginning, I thought they were going to give me everything. I don't even need to But Cosmo. honestly... I'm gonna get I'm gonna get roasted. Uh, people are gonna hate me. Now they might agree with you because Cosmic but Girls got Cosmic Girl in the finale. Gave me nothing and it made me really upset that they won because they really gave me nothing in the finale. You're telling me that they were better than Kepler, Hyolin, and Brave Girls? You're telling me they're better than Kepler? You kept saying it when we watched the fi finale, too. You were like, bottom three, because you saw the final scores in the end. You were like, bottom three got played. Bottom three got played, for sure. And I'm going to go a little more into it. But anyways, Aura gave me nothing. Vivi's, I'm not even going to talk about. They gave me nothing. I'm low-key a Vivi's anti. <laughs> they did not do good for me. They gave me nothing. I hate their concept. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just really angry about this final scoring. You guys can hate me all I want. No, you can no. roast me. Um, but Vivi's Red Sun, what we're the gonna, hell was we're that? Gonna, we're going to talk about it. Red Sun, what what the hell was that? We're going to own Because it, it was we're a snooze fest. It. I didn't even want to listen to the song. I listened to like the first 15 you seconds. You couldn't even get through it. And I was just like, Remember, no. I, We listened to them for the and first time if together. You know and you me, were like, if, if you've been listening to us for the last episodes last couple of episodes first of all thank you but also <laughs> <laughs> but also i hate ballads i hate slow songs what makes them think that this was finale worthy also they said this was like gonna be on a g-friend album and this is where it fell short because the thing vivi's is lacking is strong vocalists now that yeah. they're just vivi's not G and also because Unha is the only one carrying, and she's still strained sometimes. I also think what really made me angry about Vivi's throughout the whole show was their vocals really suck. So if you're going to do a G-Friend song... Their vocals really suck, and it they did not sound good live. They had some... Bobby, you literally were like... They had <laughs> some performances which were great. I really love their unnatural cover of yeah, Cosmic Girls. Really it was really good. But I do agree. They're dancing for the concept that they had. Girls, ruffle your feathers. What are you doing? They, they were like waving... They ripped that shit off. Yeah. But that... that that stage they actually gave me something bop bop they gave me a little more little they gave me a little thing sinbi i think saved it for me but again those vocals ruined everything for me and also i just i'm sorry they're just not better than half of these girls they really aren't 
And I'm really upset that they got third overall in the show. And here's where I say they really shouldn't have done fan voting. Well, I was just gonna say this is the perfect because segue into that's my overall what, thoughts into the show. In my opinion, that's what ruined the entire show. What ruined the entire show was the change in this voting criteria. Now, I remember we had a small talk about this like a while ago, and I said, when it comes to shows like this, people need to understand what they're they're signing up for. Because if you the, uh, they want fair voting, and the, the producers of the show decide to leave it into the audience's hands, you're signing up for fan bias, which is literally what played into the results of this show the entire season. Yeah. I think the only round where fan bias didn't apply was the third round, because mm -hmm. no one could have expected those ranks. But literally every other time, like yes, Hyunin won the first two rounds, but the thing is the groups who ranked behind her, like second and third, were all the groups with the biggest fan bases. And Cosmic Girls fan base, whether you want to admit it or not, in South Korea is huge. They were going to get carried to the finale regardless of how they did, if it was fan voting. And I also just feel like Hyolin just blew everyone out of the water too, which is why I feel like she deserved those rankings in the first two rounds and, and i do girls. admit she did like you know i still rank cc first that other episode but i agree it's not the best other girls had other groups and girls had better performances i'm just the human bias and i freaking love cc so that's why i ranked that's it that first. but i understand why the audience because it loki did give us nothing from the first two rounds and so, the thing is like even with the audience they're gonna vote for who they came to see. And that's just that. And it's kind of safe because they get to pick two groups. So they're gonna pick their favorite group and probably the group they think did the best. Yeah. Or second best if they think their fave did the yeah. best. But on the uh, like the thing with Brave Girls is that they had the smallest fan base. And that was clearly reflected when they ranked in the bottom every single round, including the finale. They had the like the lower streaming scores. They only placed in front of, I think, Hyorin. And the only reason they probably won third is because that also came out when a lot of people realized they were gonna get eliminated. And they yeah. had been placing sixth. Had Luna been eligible for the first round, Brave Girls wouldn't have even made it to the third round. Yeah. They would have been eliminated due to the double six rule. Yeah. So that's on one end. However, if you leave it onto the other hand where they say, did what they did in season one and implement a judging panel or they had like expert judges or something like that people don't like that because then they say oh producers can rig the show and choose to move on who they want you need to pick which is the lesser of two evils because at least if they do that though regardless they they might be telling the truth and whoever the expert judges that's who they pick but at least it evens out the odds a little bit because literally i'm telling you this show, Hyorin, Brave Girls, and Kepler stood no chance because they had the smallest fan bases. Luna, Vivi's, and Cosmo Girls were literally going to get hard carried to the end. Yeah, and I also want to preface that, like, obviously throughout the whole show, I am a Hyorin and Brave Girls fan. Um, I'm also a Kepler fan. The other three I'm kind of eh about. Luna, obviously I love some of their songs and stuff like that. But you're not a fan. But I'm not like an intense fan. So this might sound like 
an angry rant but honestly i feel as though some of these girls really outperformed other girls and it's just not fair because of the fan voting and i remember yeah like when i saw they took away the ex- like the you're really, expert or you're, special judges you're really gonna tell me in that finale that kepler did worse than bibby's I'm not disagreeing with you. So... But it's like, when I saw they took away the special... Because in Queendom Season 1, they had different expert, like special judges every round. So the first round, it was idol trainees or rookie groups. And then in the second round, the covers, it was K-pop bodyguards, concert bodyguards. The third round, it was grannies. Like, it was literally something different. It was fresh, and it would make it fair because each of them are looking towards something else. When I saw they added, it was live audience voting, and then it was global voting, like the Zoom shit, the people watching on Zoom. I'm like, they're going to vote for their faves. And I remember after the third round, like, one of the girls from Luna said, oh, the global fans are really objective. I was like, girl, no, they are not. <laughs> And for me, for me, that was like the biggest thing that pissed me off because I will stand by it. I remember after we watched the show for the first time, the first round, Chima Baram and Rolin did not deserve fifth. How they ranked fifth, I have no idea because they really gave us an and amazing honestly, performance. I think everyone knew it too because even the co-host was just like, even though you guys worked so hard and your performance was good, you guys and no one fifth. downvoted them. Yeah. And I and I just think the whole structure of the show that I think, is what was disappointing. I think to it me. was also telling because a lot of the performances that were downvoted, like they were downvoted for a reason. Yeah. And so. overall what I will say is I was so excited for this season of Queendom because I was living for Queendom season one. I loved that yeah. whole season so much. But for me here, I noticed towards the end. It really emphasized it a lot, but pretty much throughout the season, the whole bonding and friendship element of this show was just gone, ex- except for the camp, and the emphasis on competition was just so evident. The issue And with... it just had an entirely different vibe from yeah. the first season of Queendom, even though the structure of it was like the same. The rounds were the exact same. It was just, I don't know, it missed the mark for me, but overall, I still enjoyed the show. Overall, the show was good, but I would have to agree that the issue with these types of show is I feel the first show is just so lax, you don't know what you're going to get, and all the girls are kind of just like, oh my god, yes, let's have fun, whatever. And honestly, the first, Queendom 1 was all about having girls see where they can rank And yes, there was a little bit of competition, but it was more of kind of just like, let's see what girls can bring. Let's see what these girls can rank. Let's see what they can do. Let's bring a new element. But once you start adding Kingdom, Road to Kingdom, I feel as though just in general, no offense to the guys, but they become a little more competitive. And that's why I didn't like about the Kingdoms as well, because I feel naturally the boy groups are just naturally more competitive and they're not about being friends and you know i feel like the whole purpose of the show was lost and then with queendom 2 because of the emphasis on the competition like you said i feel the originality of the show was kind of lost i lived for some of these stages i love them 
Um, but yeah, overall disappointed with... I feel like the storytelling was gone too because, like, the thing is, it was a reality show. So at the end of the yeah. day, too, even though it's reality, they still there's still a story they build. In Queendom Season 1, we saw the story of Oh My Girl being built up as underdogs to, oh my god, wow, they are delivering in every single round. Yeah. And here, like, Cosmic Girls didn't have that story. Cosmic Girls, it was kind of just like, oh yeah, they're struggling and they really want to do well, and they're doing well, but they just won't place first, and now they place first in the finale. That's not really, like, a story that people want to see. Brave Girls, they could have done that had they had a more fair voting system. Because it's like they had their their flowery moment, they won round three, but where did it get them? It was too late. They just Hyorin, she they could have had this whole this whole scornful queen. Oh my god, I was so popular and now like she did not say once, like, you know, oh my god, my popularity over the past few years has tanked. And they could have built her up as like, yes, I am a queen. I shouldn't be forgotten. But in, they built her up as just like a legend and everyone's like, oh my god, she's so good. But you know what? That was it. There was no real story told. I also believe that Hyolin, or I wanted Hyolin to win because come on now, that one woman show. One woman show. I feel like she also was so strategic throughout the whole show too. Because in the beginning, it was just her. In the second round, she was just like, I want to cover a Luna song. And then by round three, she slowly made her way through to Brave Girls. Um, and and then, then, Cosmic Girls. then Cosmic Girls, she joined. And then who did she upvote? Or, yeah, right. I think she upvoted Kepler for one of them. No? Or she picked Kepler as her rival. Yes, she picked Kepler as her rival. So I feel like... She was very strategic in the way she played this show, whether it be on purpose or not, we'll never know. But I feel as though that doesn't come from nowhere. That comes from having experience, that comes from being a one-woman show, going through the idol industry for tons and tons of years. I'm mad too, they didn't give us a sister reunion. <laughs> But overall, I don't want to keep, like, crying about the show. The show was great. All of these girls worked so hard. It was a grueling three um, to four months. It really was. But for me, it was a... Especially because a lot of the girls got COVID yes. during the show. But for me, it was a bittersweet ending. Um, but either way, I'm glad all the girls got at least a little bit of exposure. Um... But yeah, congrats to Cosmic Girls. They'll be doing their showcase, I think, right? Yeah, they're doing a showcase. And all the Queendom Girls, basically, with exception to Vivi's and Brave Girls, are having comebacks yes. within the next month. I'm like, excited month. to see what they'll do. But that is it for our final Queendom's Court. So, you know, maybe if we want to throw it back and talk about it again sometime, but I think we talked about it enough. Yeah. <laughs> this is the final time that we're talking about it. And that means that court, court is, is adjourned. adjourned for the final time. Alexa. Maybe they'll bring back. Play ending credits by Tan. <laughs> ending credits. Now, that was a really long rant. Yeah. But Sorry, guys. We didn't mean to bring the mood down, but... Now we are bringing it back up because we are coming at you with yes. that insider perspective. That's right. It's time for... Let's, Let's talk. talk. And we are talking about our concert experience with the boys yes. in Newark. Oh now, that's God. right. These two newbies... Yeah. 
We're at the show. Now, we don't mean newbies like we're new into the boys. Police. I've been waiting to live this out for four years. Yeah. Almost five. But... You were there since debut. I was there since pre-debut, baby. Yeah. Or pre-debut, yeah. Now, the thing is, they've named the fans newbies because they named, uh, like, the Dobies, the boys fans, from each city a special name so that we decided newark would be newbies someone what wanted the hell? So kevin said something and we shot yeah, him down and we were just away. like hell no hell wait no. i have to look it up because jerbies <gasps> jerbies he wanted jerbies and we were like, like oh boo. hell no <laughs> everyone was and then booing he was him like, he was like oh you guys don't like it he was kind of like taken aback <laughs> and then he asked the crowd and someone was like gang and he's like oh just gang and we're like <laughs> Uh, and then someone was like newbies and it kind of just stuck so yeah newbies is cute we whoever that newbies. girl was in the front that uh made that suggested it suggested it now it was cute. when we got here first but, of all yeah that commute it y'all we come from long island and long yeah. island to newark uh, on itself that commute ain't fun it wasn't too bad but it wasn't fun it wasn't terrible but it wasn't fun <laughs> yeah like Traveling, trying to navigate through Penn Station to the Amtrak to getting on the right train, then to getting to New it's a whole experience. But we got to the venue, and nice. I, it was a nice it ass was a venue. Nice venue because it was, it was a, a technically it was it's called the Performing Arts, but it was like an opera house yeah. basically. It was like six floors. The yeah. boys could not get over yeah. the fact that it was six levels. They were like, "Oh my god, yeah, they're so high up!" Also, they were, they were so morbid because they were just like, "I hope you guys don't." fall off the edge so be safe and they kept saying like, be oh safe don't fall and it was like oh my god and <laughs> they're like convinced we're gonna f they're gonna fall off now the balcony we, the first thing we did when we got there was get on the damn merch line oh, i was hungry she so I went got to some get snacks, snacks and i'm like i'm gonna get on the merch line because i could see it was long which by the way went all the way up but to the i didn't know floor. it went to the fourth floor it yeah. went from the bottom to the fourth floor now Rina, it wasn't a total waste because there was this cute like outside part that I went yes. to that we took nice that we took pics. Yeah. But by the time we were literally, I think, on the second floor, and then this guy started walking around. We could see the first floor. We were almost there, and this guy started walking around. And he's like, "The concert will start at exactly eight o'clock," <laughs> and it was like seven forty. And I'm like, "I'm not missing this damn show." Yeah. So no. I looked at her. I'm like, "I know we killed all this time because we got there probably like an hour and a half yeah. early." We thought we would make it, and I we was were like, almost there. But I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, Rena, we killed we all can't. this time on this line, but we're not we missing the show. show. I said, if, when it ends, we can try to get back yeah. on the merch line, which we did. The show ended, and we got back on the merch line, but we were still on the second floor. Yeah. We were on the line for half an hour, and then we finally got there, and we got our merch, but when we were at the table, the lady was already like, we have no more medium shirts. Yeah. And the other lady was literally just like, next what do you want? No, we don't take cash. Net. She yeah. wanted to clock out she and go home. Was, yeah. Sis was done. It was like, there's this one girl who's just like, okay, next. We are out of medium that, shirt, that's guys. The, yeah, that was that girl. And then the other lady's just like, next, let's go. <laughs> she was like, next, Apple Pay or card only. Shirt, what's that? Like, sis was aggravated. She wanted but to go. Honestly, and luckily, was, we didn't get her. If I was working, I would I'd do be the aggravated same. too. Because the line was so long. You guys don't know. It was but still also, on the second floor when we okay, left. Okay. The, the best part of the merch was that it was cheap. It was cheap and it was, it was cute. Cheap and cute. It was cute. Twice $80 for a $50 for a beanie? I'm sorry. What? 
80 bucks. This merch was cute. 80 bucks for a messy sweatshirt. It was if worth the money. Y'all wait. saw the Twice merch. Yeah, uh, we walked up to the stand and I'm like, it. no, I don't want any of this. It I didn't even want the poster, it. bro. Like, It was not it. But merch aside, yeah. we went in and we were close. We were on the floor, first yeah. of all. We were probably like, what, like 15th uh, row to 20th row, maybe? Like M, I think we were. I think. Yeah, that's like 10, maybe 10. But we were, we were close. We had a good view. And also, we had end seats on yes. the other end. Yes. So we were next to a wall, but we had that whole space to ourselves. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. And then we were waiting for the show to start. They were playing MVs before the yeah. show started. It was so cute. I had my light stick out. I was ready. Yes. This girl behind Which, me tapped me. And she's like, my light stick won't get on. Yeah. Can you help me? She was so cute. It was cute. And we were just like, oh my god, girl. We gonna get your light, light, light stick, stick going. Fixed. Yeah. Going. I'd have to say, because if you guys didn't know, Justin's birthday just passed. I was actually gonna get you the boy's light stick for your birthday but then i realized i shouldn't i didn't know you had it but also i was just like mm, it's kind of ugly so i don't <laughs> know if he'd like it so i got you something else oh. you'll, you'll know on saturday what oh. i got you let me celebrate my birthday but, um when you actually pulled it out in person it's hella cute it's cute right and i was like announcing like because it looks like a, a megaphone it is yeah it's a tiny megaphone it was actually really it's cute. cute and also the color assortment on it is really cute you yeah. got red they have white they have like a little I'm rainbow sad one. with stray kids because it's just it's not color assorted <laughs> it's just white but um even when we were sitting there waiting for the show to start i was like this is not about to happen like yeah. we this i don't think we both were kind of just even on the train there we're yeah. like is this about to happen because i was leaving from work early and my manager was just like oh my god like have fun please like record take pictures or whatever and i'm just like yeah yeah whatever and it's kind of it just didn't hit me because until they came out i you know how you get the excited jitters i didn't get that way until i also think it's like i was there an age thing i feel like the older we get the less we get because even for twice i was kind of like ex- i was excited i was but excited i, I but was like oh okay like this is it happening it was also one of my first concerts since master x so i was really excited by tw- about twice because I also knew most of their discography, so I'm just like, oh my god, I'm ready to hear fancy. I think, yeah, I think you I'm walked in the hear... lower expectations here, yeah. but that made it so much better. Yeah, but also because I'm not the biggest boys fan, so you're like a fan, but not like but an ultra. Not fan. like you are, yeah. Right now they came out, and let me tell you, I was recording when the VCR started playing, and I knew they were coming out, and as soon as I forgot, I was recording. And I lost my shit. If you literally <laughs> heard me, I was losing it. Screaming. Maybe I'll post it on Insta, but Maybe. I lost my shit. That's so funny. And then... All you hear is like screaming in the background. The one thing I will say is once... Because the first song they started performing was Maverick. Yes, they opened What I will say is the crowd was so loud. Oh, yeah. The entire crowd was so loud. And... What I will say is the sound system was was not the best. Not the best. We, I heard the crowd. I heard them sing live, but the problem is some of the parts of the crowd was just so loud I couldn't even hear yeah. it. And even on my recording, you only hear the crowd. So I was like low key, like shut the fuck up. 
stop! I want to hear this part! Yeah, but it was difficult to hear them sometimes, too, because of the Even when they were stuff. talking. And I also just think the way the opera house is set up, because we the were on travels. the first yeah. floor, everyone's obviously screaming downward, so we're in the middle of it. Right. I feel like if we were in the upper levels, And I think you could better. tell, too, because even when they were interacting with us, they were like... Oh, you, you, you. And they would pick someone in the crowd and they'd be like, what'd you say? And you can't hear because everyone's screaming. But um, I will tell you, their mics were on. Oh, yeah. Because not only, we could tell they were singing live, but then also after the song would end, all you hear was... (gasps) 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 So you were like, oh, the mics are on. The mics were on. Now, really, I, Maverick... Then they did the Steeler. Both were serves. But I really, Merry Bad Ending is when I started losing my shit because the body roll choreo, Juyan and Q. Holy God. Okay. Merry Bad Ending, that choreo went off. Holy but God. before Merry Bad Ending, they did all their cute intros. And before. We oh get, yes, we played the game. Before we get, we were like, yeah. "I'm walking in a oh, yeah. Q bias." Yeah, and I think I'm gonna walk out, uh, and then whatever. And girl, you, I was kind of questioning because you were walking in as a young hoon because you've always loved him, but I yeah. was like, "Is she gonna walk out a young hoon?" I walked out a young, and hoon. she did. He was so cute. All, I honestly only have pictures of him, and I have videos of him because I honestly don't care about. And it was else. funny because <laughs> the first few songs you didn't say anything about him, so I was like, mm, "She." You were screaming and like singing and dancing, yeah. but I was like, "She didn't really call anyone out yet." And then it's, there was like one random song early on, and all of a sudden you were like, "Yo, God is so cute! I can't!" And I'm like, "Oh, never mind. He got her. He got her." <laughs> no, but with the after the Steeler, they did the introductions. Young Hoon. Oh my God. He just like hi guys and i'm just like hi he was so yeah he was he cute. was so cute throughout the whole concert i freaking loved him but yeah mary bad ending that choreo the Ooh. Ooh. Also, with the microphone q had this silver blondish hair q and kevin kevin me. had this ash gray hair kevin looked so good kevin was so good at interacting q with, the with fans. that blonde hair q, uh not even q kevin oh. we peeped that that tattoo oh yeah we on his arm it. yeah and Juyun had this orange red hair. Yeah, Juyun wasn't doing much for me, but I know he was doing something for you. Oh my god, I literally, I Juyun is my second favorite in the boys after yeah. Q, and I'm probably double biasing them both right now. Yeah. But part of it could also be the concert. But he fucking slayed me. They both slayed me. I literally was screaming if I there was part of like Juyun, oh my yeah. god! But then I'd be like, yeah, are you checking? Yeah. Are you even like, though I am a young Hoon bias, I do have to say Kevin and Q looked too good that night. Yeah, they now I wanna go through all the songs yeah. in order, but I am gonna say some of my favorites. First of all, Break Your Rules was so cute with the whole the two camera setup they had. Yes. And they were going through and they were like, you know, making their They're making faces, faces at the camera. That was so was cute. Really cute. Now, also, before I forget, I want to say, the outfits in this concert... All of these outfits were ...were immaculate. They were so good. What they came out in were cute. My favorites were the red. The red... They had these red... They were kind of, like, giving me royal... Royal, like... Yes. 
Royalty? Royal Knights. But, like, yeah. Modern Royal Knight, yeah. it was so nice. It had, you know, the little... Also, like, we do have a little story on our Instagram, so... Yes, it's a, it, you can hit our highlight yeah, and see, see all of our fan cams yeah. that we posted. Of course, I have my own, but these were the ones we posted for you guys to see. But if we're talking about favorites... Reveal and No Air, hands down. I was just about to say. And you can well, tell first of all, they're the more popular. I was so excited yeah. for those red outfits because yes. I knew that was going to be the reveal section. Yeah. And like you said, first of all, Hypnotized, it hit oh, live. That handkerchief choreo. It hit live. Oh and then God. the thing is, I don't really like Nightmares, but they followed I up like Hypnotized with Nightmares. And the Nightmares choreo. First of all, they kept Sun the handkerchief. They kept nightmare? the handkerchiefs too, yes. and then the spins they were doing. Yeah. Holy crap! And yes, Sunwoo's rap. Sunwoo's raps throughout the whole entire um, effortless concert, effortless, and they hit every time. Sunwoo definitely impressed me during Kingdom because I didn't expect boys to have a the boys to have a good rapper, but once I heard him on Road to Kingdom and Kingdom, I was just like, damn, who is this? So he was on my radar, and I know he's a good rapper. I think you also loved his chill personality. I think I walked show. out. You were surprised at the end because I knew I was yes. gonna save it towards the end of the concert, but I was just like. I walked out a Sunwoo bias wrecker. And he, because like, oh, because you didn't say his name was, not once. But I had my eye on him the whole time, and every time he rapped, I was just like, "Oh and my god!" Also, I love when he sings too. And his chill, yes, he has. He's a good singer too, but his chill vibe throughout the whole concert. Because literally, everyone would be like interacting cute, and then he was just like. Hi, Dobie, I'm Sunwoo. And that, that yeah. was it. Like, also, low energy. But also, it was so funny because when they went to go change outfits, they did that chaotic, impromptu... It was so chaotic. Fan session. Fan session, which was like... like they were trying each other half the time. Yeah, trying, they were trying to, like, waste time because Twice had their little videos, videos. in they between. They only had, like, two, I think, at this show. Um, they only had two, but with one of their outfit changes, it was their first outfit change into the red yes, costumes. Yes, half the members left. Half the members left and someone was just like all right guys you have to leave bye and that was it everyone was just like <laughs> and they were like oh what you don't want us to go yeah. and then someone was just like bye it's our time bye <laughs> yeah. it was so funny he was so funny and he was so chill i loved him in the concert and let me tell you everyone reveal is my favorite title track by the way yes and me this too. is what you were saying reveal live that is a whole new experience First of all, the song was a bl- it went so fast. It really and I did. knew we were coming to the end as soon as we got to Jiyeon and Hyunji's Time of Dogs and Wolves. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, I'm not ready for it to end. But I was so looking forward to Q's part in the Baby, end. For you. I was literally I love that part. That's my favorite part to yeah. sing. And live, let me tell you, it hit. So and I wanted to hear it so bad, but of course, that's the part where they body roll and hip thrust into the ground. So I knew the crowd was going to scream, and I was just like, let me hear his vocals, please! Yeah. So you can tell that Reveal and Loki No Air 2 are their more popular songs because everyone was, was screaming. 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 No Air no air is also my my one of my favorite songs by them i was living no everyone was just like no air no and air. the thing is too it was one it was one of those songs like even when reveal started the pop 
as soon as you heard it start and also what i noticed with reveal is they made the intro the like they made it a little longer because they were screaming that much and then finally i heard the and i was like oh it started and you can tell the members were definitely like feeling it during reveal and no air because when they heard the crowd i could see some of the members smiling, smiling. and going that even was the harder cutest. with that their was the choreography cutest. it was so and cute. also i forgot to bring up in the red outfits too shake you down oh yeah it was so good yeah. it was so good but i remember mm-hmm. the make or break vcr played after reveal because they did yeah. an outfit change and it was like a little cute whole um playground thing yeah and they were singing the song but it was like all broken up they were all doing different things and oh God, also the pop was... for eric yeah i was just gonna say and also he had red hair in that video yes, he did. it looks so good i'm so sad we missed i eric. was so sad but not to get to the end but when they were giving the bow so we and we all started chanting eric yeah we were like eric eric and then kevin was like Oh, he's right here. He's holding my hand. Yeah, and then he was like holding. Yeah, Kevin was at the end, so he was holding an imaginary hand. An imaginary hand. And then and they were like, we will be back as 11. And I'm like, yo, yes, better, you better be. But come back to New York because yeah. I don't want to come back to, to New York. But, but it, was, it also, was so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, but I do have to say, um, what was it? I think it was Dance Till We Drop. What was it? What was that song? Yeah, Dance Till We Drop, Dancing Till We Drop. That choreography was so cute. It was because cute. It was, you can definitely towards it was, no, it was geared towards the fan because it was so simple and And they were cute. just in the front yeah, with the and light sticks. Yeah. And, and also Kevin started twerking oh, in that yeah. song. And I'm so sad I dying. missed that You missed part. it because you were, I think, posting was, something. Yeah, was and posting. it was so fast. And all of a sudden I was like, Kevin just twerked. And I was just like, what? <laughs> And it was so fun. Yeah, so I missed it because of you guys. So you better... You better be thankful. You better give love to our Instagram. (laughs) Now, I remember they came back out after the the video for Make or Break played. And all of a sudden, they opened Boy... And I was shook. I knew they did it from, like, a few of the previous dates. But, like... The boys literally do not claim that song. Even though it's their (laughs) debut song. So the fact they did it... I was living because also I stand by it's one of my favorite K-pop debut songs yeah. of all time and I'm so mad I forgot to re- uh, record the end when Q is like praying and he has his hands up like this and they because they dimmed the lights and just put the spotlight on him so it yeah. was so dramatic and I lived for it and oh I was so excited for that song. I remember someone by me was actually doing the fan transfer boy. And I was like, oh, you were a real one. Like, yeah. you've been here from the beginning now, yeah. ma'am. Like, no offense. I am very much a Stray Kids stan. And even to go as far as, like, when I used when we were used to Into BTS, I still did not know their fan chants. I don't know anyone's fan chants. It depends on who they are. Because sometimes I know them, but not even all of them. Like, yeah. I would need it in front of me. But I know I was living because they did Boy, and you know I love that song. And then that's when they yeah. did No Air, and everyone lived yes. for that one, too. And then they did Throw Ride, which Throw Ride, I loved live. Throw Ride, I actually liked. Yeah. I didn't realize how much of the stage they literally used for that song. They literally were, like, using Everywhere. the entire <laughs> stage. And 
again, the outfits in this part of the concert, immaculate. They were yes. kind of like streetwear, but boyfriend vibe. Yes. Iconic. And then they did their fake ending with Daydream. Yeah. And it was like sentimental. Yeah. Everyone was waving their banners and light sticks. But we all knew they were coming back yeah. out. And then they did the encore with DDD, mm-hmm. Dance, Dance, Dance. And then BOI, mm-hmm. Bet on You. Now, DDD, I love that title track. It went hard. It really did go hard. It went though. hard. And when Ji Young did his freaking hip thrust yeah. part in the beginning, I love that song already, but it went harder in person. And I forgot to mention this, and I just thought of it while we were talking about this song. They did a really good job of covering for Eric. They did. Like, you couldn't even tell he was missing. You really couldn't. And I really thought going in that Sunwoo was going to be the only one to cover Eric's parts. But so many of them. Sunwoo covered some of his parts. Jacob covered some of his parts. Juyeon covered some of his parts. And then even Younghoon, like, rapped one of his lines in one of the songs. And I was like, we, everyone is, like, covering. <laughs> oh, and then his singing line and Boy, they gave to Q. I was like, yeah. It was it was iconic. The thing is, I it honestly doesn't mean much coming from me because I am not a boys fanatic, so I don't know who gets what part, but it really didn't feel like an 11 group member. Obviously Eric deserves to be there, oh, but yeah. the way they covered for him, it felt so natural for everyone yeah. that I was surprised. But overall, the concert felt so short. It felt so short. When they did B.O.Y., I knew it was the last song. I was like, song. what? It's already and the like, end? It's ending. And like, I forgot to mention. The Twice concert felt so much longer. I was literally living for when they came out. And I was screaming. <clears throat> I almost, I like literally before Maverick came out, I had tears in my eyes. I was so Honestly, be excited. prepared for Stray Kids because I think I'll actually cry. I was literally like about to, like I had tears in my eyes. Like I practically was crying. Also. I didn't cry for the end, but the beginning. I was we got like, lucky oh because. And then yes, I was gonna say they most of the members got COVID and unfortunately he got COVID or not no he they just said he was in bad condition yeah. so he sat out of the next show and then they postponed the last two shows in the U.S. because um, Q Kevin and Gian all got COVID yeah. and I'm like the top three for me <laughs> at the show because Kevin I he used to be one of my faves and then he kind of declined on my list but after the concert man. He is so good at interacting with the fans. And he I forgot did a to really mention good too, job. During songs, the songs would be playing and all of a sudden Kevin would just sometimes for no reason yell into the mic and be like, Hey! Or do, Hey! Hey! Hands up! And he yeah. would just do little ad-libs that made it that much more exciting. Yeah. So Kevin knows what he's doing. He a good idol. Because I was just like, oh, probably, you know, obviously this was a long time ago before Eric went on hiatus and they were coming. I was expecting Eric, Kevin, and Jacob to kind of carry everything. But surprisingly, it was low-key just Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, because even Jacob was like I was surprised Jacob didn't speak that much. He didn't speak that much. And then it would be the other members. And even then... The translator would talk, which I couldn't like, always hear. Her. Honestly, it was Kevin and Younghoon, Kevin <laughs> to, and be Young-hoon. On, to be honest. Yeah, Younghoon did a lot of the, the talking, too. Yeah. And then at the other parts, like, I remember when one, one of those two wouldn't be on the stage, then it would either be Jacob or, like, Hagnyeong. Yeah. It would be one of those two. But then that oh, was yeah, really Hagnyeon it. was talking a he lot, He talked too. a lot, too, but it's because he has some, like, English skills. Yeah. So... It was them too, but overall, they were so cute. Like, they really they, were. They 
might do hard concepts, but they are just naturally a cute boy group. Yeah. They have I very agree. cutesy, like very puppy energy, you know? Yes. Very puppy energy. And in the end, they were doing a whole Oh thing. my god. Like, no. Q's smile we'll throughout the whole concert. Q he was so happy. Q honestly you looked so happy. They were he happy. actually looked like a puppy. Also, like, I will say this being in AOA or fan, had that puppy we've energy. seen it where in the MV they put their whole body into the choreo and then live, you know, they just kind of <laughs> half ass it. The boys, they don't half ass anything, yeah. especially Q. Q puts his entire body into every that single song. That lung capacity, damn. And then he sings loud as hell. Yeah. Because his part in reveal, I'm like, there's no way he should be going this hard. Yeah. While also you could hear him part. clearly, and people were screaming. So yeah, and he, he was about and his he expression. Their they expressions. They were all their mics were on. All on point. Mics were on. Overall, it was so good. But like you said, it felt so it short. It felt so short, but it makes sense too because they don't have that much. They have a lot of songs, but if they were to extend the show, might as well just do the whole discography. So. <laughs> I know. And for me, I think it's also because we're older now. But my PCD, my post concert depression, it didn't really like hit me because yeah. I think I was more so just happy we went. Yeah. And I also just feel feel like... Like, I don't... I think I experienced a little bit of it with Twice, but I didn't... I don't... It's not like... I, it's not like post-concert depression. It's kind of just like, oh my god, I want to see them again. Again. And I think for me, deep down, I know the because boys are going to come back. Because also, honey, we got Wendy's after, oh, and that hit. I was hungry. First of all, the commute back home was like the commute from hell. Because oh my, my feet and my back hurt so much from standing the entire time. I literally... You were literally just like, can your brother like pick us up? And I'm just like, that's actually a great idea. Because I did not want to walk home i didn't I could, first of all it was late so i didn't want to walk home because like low key shady yeah. but also i don't think and i could walk home because i could yes. barely make it from newark back to the newark station and then through penn you knew we yeah. I, I was like low-key running through penn because first oh of all God, yeah, we, you had were. Like, we had two or three minutes to make it to the train you wanted to but i expended the rest of my energy into that yeah little that run because once run. we made it onto the train i like collapsed into because the i'm so thankful you did because you were just like boo we're gonna make it like yeah, we have say, to say i don't because remember now next... but say the train was yeah. at 11 33 we arrived to penn at like 11 31 and the next train and the wasn't next gonna be wasn't for after like, 12 yeah, it like was like 30 40 minutes. yeah i did not want to wait especially in pen yeah so i was like we are because i also yeah because you were just like you know what because we were kind of planning and you were just like you know what if we don't make it maybe we can wait a little and i'm just like i don't want to run because i'm already tired but once we saw that time and once we knew the track you were just like, go, 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 go. And I remember and you we were holding it. on to me, and I just kind of flew, and yeah. then we made it, and I was like, sorry for running, but I just really wanted to make this trip. And like, you were honestly, like, I'm glad I'm you did. I'm glad you did, because I was hangry. I was yeah. hungry. Because we were at the point, too, where also it was kind of weird, because it was low-key shady in oh Newark. Oh, my God. But Walking we back weren't to... even talking about the show after we left the venue, because yeah. it was like low-key shady, but also I we were processing, Yeah. and I was like also like, We were also go going the go wrong way i, home. I, I think home. that's what made us a little late too <laughs> yeah we started going the wrong way at first and then you were like wait shouldn't we go the other way and i was like yeah i thought so because we came from that yeah. way and then i'm like but i was just following the map yeah but whatever we made it home but we're gonna be redoing it again for stray kids yeah. in like two weeks because I'm we're going to prudential 
I'm going to wear more comfortable shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I rate the boys' concert, like, definitely. It was up there. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. If I were to rate <clears throat> twice 10 out of 10, I would probably rate... This is gonna be. I'm not. Listen, I'm not that big of a boys fan. I did enjoy myself, but I would kind of rate them like a seven out of ten. Oh, that's lower than I thought. I know, only because with their other songs, I was kind of just like, yay! And that's why because that's why I recorded so much on the Instagram because I wasn't interested in a lot of the songs, but I lived for. Also because it was so short, I feel like it was a little longer. They did a couple more songs. I would have given them a I nine. Felt, I felt like they would be short. more of an eight out of ten. It but was short. For my personal opinion, seven out of ten. I think I would give it a nine or an eight because it was short, but I lived for it. I wish the audio was better. Like it. The audio too, but I it really low key matters though the length of the concert. It really just felt short. Short. I just felt like I didn't see enough. I want to see them as eleven. Yeah. Again, and I also rang it lower because we were tier one seating on the floor, and there were no perks, no high touch. That's true. No VIP badge. No none of that. So not even like I don't even care for high touch to be honest. But it was kind of just, just a like perk. they didn't give us a little something. That's what I'm saying. Next you know? time they come back, something, I don't care. Something. I'm gonna go all out again yeah. and sit in the front front. But I want some perks this time. Yeah, I want some perks. Because even with Stray Kids, I know for Tier One, it's like they you had get, sound check. They had sound check. They had a couple of other things too. So so they better just do some perks next time. Especially because like some of the locations in Europe have high touch. So oh, I'm like, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know so that. So I'm like, mm, Newark getting played, huh? Yeah. But it is what it is. It they is were so it. cute. I lived No, it. I loved it. The banners we got, the merch we got, everything was so cute. Oh my god. The little bookmark animated. So there's this little bookmark thing that they gave us, and it's just all of them. I like, posted it. If you look yes, in the highlight, anima- it's the first it's the thing. First thing. So cute. so cute. Oh my god. So cute. But that basically sums up our concert experience at The Boys and concludes today's Let's Talk. Now, before we go, I know this episode is so long. I apologize. But we haven't done some TTFN in a while, so I kind of want to hit you with some Tata for now. Also known as TTFN. So today we're going to do a quick bop or flop okay and this time we're gonna do the boys version so we are going to spin the wheel and see a boy song and determine if it's a bop or a flop so here we go so our random selector has determined maverick um 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 maverick you know my answer. I'm a, I'm a memory. Japan, Japan, It was so funny because you were because I recorded the first part of Maverick, but you were just like Rina, Rina. I have to record Juna, Juhyun, Juhyun's Japan, Japan, Japan. And I did. <laughs> I did. But you were surprised when I said this. Maverick is a bop to me. It is to you, yeah. I, we were trolling it at first when they were first teasing it, but once I started listening to their discography, once I knew we were going to their concert, because I'm not too familiar with it, 
Yeah, you only know like the title. For tracks. some reason, it was like a flip of a switch. I'm just like, damn, Maverick goes hard. And I remember you told me you were like, I know all of their title tracks, but I'm listening because I want to learn their B sides. And then all of a sudden, you were just like, Maverick's a bop, and I'm yeah. like, wait, yeah. <laughs> because for me, y'all, even though I'm a hardcore Doby. Maverick is a flop. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just not my kind of song. If any other group other than the boys put this shit out, I would never give it the light yeah. of day. And honestly... But that doesn't go to say... I still went hard to Maverick yeah. at this concert. I was like living my life, jamming. I think once you actually think about it, it is kind of one of their more noise music. And I do enjoy some good noise music. So... But... It makes sense. Yeah, it's not mine. Thing, but it's your yeah, thing. it's not. So overall, Maverick is a bop to Rena and a flop to me. So that's the tea. But that's all the time we have for today on the Two Real K-Pop Podcast. Remember, follow our Instagram and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode because you never know what we're going to discuss. We're starting our round two of the Clash of the K-Pop Girl Groups next time. So stay tuned for that. And we'll just see you next time with another spicy episode. On that note, bye! Bye.